Kia ora koutou and welcome to Primary Matters, a podcast that delves into the things that matter to the primary industries. I'm Carol Stiles and in this series, Gut Feelings, we're looking at food safety, the things we shouldn't eat, what to look out for and efforts to keep us all healthy and safe. Today I'm in a supermarket with New Zealand Food Safety's Roger Cook. Now, here we are, we're standing next to the chilled section, we're looking at some dip. Look, I'm just going to pick one up here, and it has got a date marking on it. This one says, used by 6th of May 2023. Now, on a used by date, this means that this particular product will not be safe to eat after that time. Now, if I look at this product here, this will support the growth of some bacteria with time. Listeria, it grows at refrigeration temperatures slowly, but it will grow. Whereas pathogens like Salmonella that you would have heard of, Campylobacter that everybody, they don't grow. They grow at higher temperatures, 7 degrees and above, and Campylobacter even higher, 12 degrees and above. So they won't grow in the refrigerator, but Listeria will. So what will happen is that with time, the numbers will, if it's contaminated, the numbers will increase. So what we do is the companies work out what's the maximum amount of time this can be stored so it doesn't grow to any dangerous levels. And so this product on the 6th of May 23 will still be safe to eat, but on the 7th of May 2023 it may not be. Get rid of it. Chuck it out. Do not use it. Do not give it away. Do not feed it to anybody else. Don't eat it to yourself. If I was to eat that a week or two after that use by date and it had listeria in it, what risk am I at? It's a little bit like uh, Russian roulette. So you put six bullets in the in the chamber and you spin them round and you pull it and you don't know whether, you, whether it will have a bullet in the, the chamber at all. So if there's listeria in here, so if there is one in there and you eat it, you could become quite ill. So most of us, healthy individuals like ourselves, uh, won't have a problem unless it's, it's been in there for a long, long time. But, but people that we call yoppies, the very young, so children, infants and children, the old, the frail elderly, and we say frail elderly because as you get closer to the old area, you, you push it out a little bit <laughs> further and you're frail, but, but they tend to have something else going, going wrong with them. Pregnant woman, and immunocompromised people, so people with some immune disease. Now all of those groups, the immune system is not working efficiently. And you need the immune system to actually fight foodborne illnesses or any other illness. So look at the use by date, do not eat, pass this. What could it do to me? So, so the, most ser- well, the most serious is death. So frail elderly people that are, that are perhaps sick already, the listeria will, will cause illness and kill you. Same as with pregnant women, it's known to cause, actually quite frequently causes uh, abortion, uh, premature birth, stillborn birth, so very serious. In fact, even though we only have 40 cases a year of notified listeriosis in New Zealand, the fact that it, it causes stillbirth rates it very, very high in terms of the organisms that we don't want in our foods. So hence the use by date on this. Food with a use-by date can't legally be sold after that date. Because of the health risk, you'll often find use-by dates on products that you wouldn't necessarily know are bad or off, but could well be. Use-by dates are not to be confused with best before dates. 
Yes, that's right. So that's the second date marking you'll find on it. A best before date, BBD. Now, whereas a used by date says it is unsafe after this time, do not eat it. A best before date, all that says is that the manufacturer has worked out that it will, let's say a pack of biscuits with a best before date on it, it'll be nice, crunchy, the pleasurable experience you want up until that date. After that date, it may start going off. So if it's a biscuit, it might start going stale, but they're perfectly safe to eat. Most of the time, if you've got a best before date, it, or all the time, it will spoil before it becomes unsafe. And probably it will be fine for a few weeks after that. It will be fine for a long time after that until it, until it visibly spoils or, or it becomes stale. So what's the story in this? Don't waste food. Don't, if it's past its best before date, don't throw it out. It could be perfectly good. If it's not spoiled, if it doesn't fail this inverted commas sniff test, then, then it will be perfectly good. And this is really important these days where food wastage and is a real concern. And, and we're all finding the, 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 the price of vegetables and the price of food and the, all foods is expensive. And this is good for, for uh, food recycling and, and food rescue organisations that they can take food from supermarkets who won't sell it after its best before date um, because they don't want to sell potentially stale food. If they can pass it to a food rescue organisation, that food is perfectly good for, for other people to consume. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl, yep, yep. But if the sniff test fails, then you think, oh no, 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 I won't eat that. There's one more thing I want to know, and because I've persuaded Roger to come to the supermarket, we're off to another part of the shop. So here we are in the cereal aisle. And we're having a look at the health star rating. This one here in front of me, it's got a health star rating of four. So what does it tell me? Right, so Carol, look, this is really interesting. When you come here and you see this whole array of, of, of cereals, and um, you think, well, which am I going to have? Which is the most healthy? Which should I avoid? It's very difficult to tell because you look on the back of the, of the, of the packet and there's a, or on the side of the packet and there's a nutrient information panel which I can't read out. with my glasses so I'm just <laughs> looking at it now and there's all these chemicals and numbers and things which I can't tell what they are um, and, and, and how they actually affect us. But what Australia and New Zealand have come up with something is called the Health Star Rating. Now what it takes is, it's, it's, a, it's a, really a computer algorithm that works out the, the levels of it, it looks at the, the nutrient information panel and information from the manufacturers, looks at the level of salt, sugar and fats, which are probably not good for you in, in high quantities. Uh, and then it looks at the level of fruit and vegetables and nuts and, and uh, legumes that might be in the cereals, which are good for you. And then it looks at the overall energy level. You don't want too much energy in your, in, in your food. And it mushes those all, all together in an algorithm and it gives you a, a health star rating between zero and five. Five being? The best. And one, and naught being not so good. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the more stars, the better. So what are we looking at here? Now this one here surprises me. It's a chocolate cereal, but it's got a four star health rating. Yes, so the interesting thing about this is this is, yes, it's a chocolate, very sweet cereal, but it's high in protein. And, and the and and it's got whole grain. Yeah, made with whole grains. Whole grain. So, so look here. Here we got sitting beside this this product that's got a four health star rating. There's one with two, and I notice on it it's got it's got honey in it, which has got a lot of sugar in it. 
if we look around, there are others. So here we have a Weet-Bix type cereal with a 4.5, so that's pretty good, 4.5 stars out of 5. Here is one with a 5. So the Health Star rating, it compares products within the same category range, doesn't it? So we can't compare a 5 star cereal rating with with another product. With, with, a, with another product, no. So you need to keep it within the category. So, so cereals within cereals. Then if you want to go and compare uh, soft drinks, you compare within the soft drinks. So you can't say, well actually, here's a, here's a soft drink that's healthier than a, than a cereal, so I'll eat that for breakfast. You can't do that. Is there any evidence that people use them? That people, you know, consumers come in here, they look at the five star ratings and think, okay, I'll have that because it's preferable to that. Yes, there's a little bit of evidence from a couple of years ago when we were reviewing the system uh, that suggested that people they knew about it and they were starting to use it more. So what we've got in place at the moment, we've got a target for companies to actually have Health Star rating on. It's it's voluntary at the moment. 70% of companies have to have the Health Star uh, by the end of 2025. So that's only a couple of years away. Uh, we've got some interim targets coming up this year. And so that's pushing the companies to to actually move in that direction towards putting putting Healthstar on. If they don't meet the 70%, then the food ministers for Australia and New Zealand will be uh, looking at it to decide whether they want to make it mandatory. Because the the, the, the health benefits are so, so high from reducing the amount of salt, sugar and, and fat in the diet uh, that they would like to see health stars from 4.5 and higher uh, on all of the products so people can actually choose those those the other thing is the more that put their health star on the more companies put it on they'll look and say oh mine's mine's at a two it's not so good well we will reformulate yeah so let's go and have a look at another category now let's go and look at the fizzy drinks down here Okay, Carol, look, look, here we are uh, in the fizzy drink aisle, and uh, we've got a pretty good selection, haven't we? So, look, Star rating can be used on fizzy drinks, and it is used on fizzy drinks. So I'm looking at a particular product here. This is a, this is a full sugar uh, product, uh, and it is, what would you expect the, the Star rating yeah, to be? Yeah, to be very, there? very low. Great. So it's 0.5. That's pretty low. I'm just standing right in front of the coconut water. I thought it probably wouldn't be very healthy, but look, it's got a five-star rating. Yes, it's got a five-star rating. So if, if I was to look at the back of it, side of it, somewhere, I can't read the label. <laughs> so... What well, should I be looking at the fats? Well, just looking at fats and sugars and salts. It's got a few so... carbohydrates in it, that's all. A bit of sodium. There serving. we go, and there's no sugars. So it automatically within the parameters that are taken into account it comes out at a five another healthy choice for 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 drinking if you wish now the best choice of course <laughs> is just along here right next door now strangely these don't have a health star rating on them they don't really need to because they get an automatic health star of five we're looking at the waters we're and looking the... at the waters yeah yeah and the fizzy waters <laughs> and the fizzy waters so um so you know it's, it's still the healthiest choice to have. New Zealand Food Safety's Roger Cook. The next monitoring of the number of products using the Health Star rating will take place in November this year. I'm Carol Stiles and you've been listening to Gut Feelings, a series in MPI's Primary Matters podcast. Thanks for listening.
Kia pai te rā. 